Well, good day, everyone. We welcome you to the Student Success It's As Easy As TLC podcast. This is Sean Buchanan, uh, current superintendent of Gary Public Schools, but also a uh, nationwide keynote speaker. Uh, love being able to go out and share the message of TLC with various groups all across the country. And so happy to be a part of this day with you today. Thank you for taking time to listen to the podcast. Uh, people always wonder how they can reach out. Uh, we can visit seanbuchanansolutions.com forward slash contact uh, for more information on things as they go down. If you want to have a visit in your school or conference, whatever the case may be, just reach out. We'll continue the conversation. Got a special guest with me today, Miss Sandra Lambert. Good morning, Miss Sandra. Good morning, Mr. Sean Buchanan. It's good to see you. Good to see you as well. Oh my gosh. Uh, Miss Lambert is amazing, amazing. So what is what is our origin story, Miss Lambert? How did we cross paths? I... I was looking for um, some professional development, a keynote speaker, basically, someone that could come in and motivate our staff as we were kicking off um, a school year. You know, there's a lot of emotions that go through a teacher's mind, you know, at the beginning of, of the school year. Uh, and I have to say, Mr. Buchanan, you did not let us down. You know, you are definitely one of our faves because I think we're on what, year four coming to Okima, I think. <laughs> At that time, you were the, were you the middle school principal? In yes, middle school. Yes, middle school and upper elementary principal. I always just thought that you guys had low standards uh, bringing me in. You know, I appreciate your standards not being too high, needing somebody who can like speak in complete sentences and things like that. I was pretty excited about that. But no, man, I, I remember that first year, and I still tell this story to people all across the country, that first year's PD, right? And it is straight snow <laughs> Yeah, it was. Going <laughs> like crazy. And Miss Lambert's like, hey, we're having this PD, just so you know, we going. Okay. So we are here. <laughs> I, I remember you walking in brushing snow off your, you know, your suit coat. <laughs> Oh, it was tremendous. It was tremendous. Had such a good time that day, though. You guys were amazing and continue to be amazing there. Okima Public Schools uh, have visited there several times now, as you mentioned. And every time I go back, I'm just blown away by the staff there in Okima, the leadership, yeah. Mr. Vic. Mr. Vic is what I want to be when I grow up. I mean, <laughs> that guy's phenomenal. I'm telling you, he just... Oh my God, he's such a motivational guy. Even the way he stands. Like, I'm just a dude, you know, but like, he's a man. Gosh, I love that guy. He's a great dude. So, anyways, all right. So, hey, Miss Lambert, let's talk about some yourself just a little bit. Could you give maybe a little bit on your background? Uh, my background, well, um, I think. I have to start with the story that by fourth grade, I knew I was going into education. I mean, that was just my plan. And my, my fourth grade teacher had a little desk by her desk. And when it was your turn to be her helper, you got to write on, you know, take attendance on a little piece of paper. And I'm telling you, I just could not wait for my turn. And, you know, I tell people, you know, my um, I went to education because I liked writing on paper. And you and I both know that... <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the reports that are required in our job. So when I would sit down to do reports, like, oh, I remember those fourth grade years wanting to write on paper. Um, but it has been education all, all the way for me. You know, um, went to the University of Oklahoma, uh, got my bachelor's degree back in 19 something something. And, um, <laughs> and um, you know, that was back when, you know, if you had an elementary certification, you were uh, competing against hundreds of applicants. Um, so um, I interviewed for two positions. Uh, I was hired for the second position I interviewed. So my entry year was kindergarten. So I taught the babies. And um, this was back in the day when you had a morning class and an afternoon class. I was just happy to have a job, you, you know. And so I had 25 babies in the morning. Um, I'd get a lunch break and I'd have 25 babies come in the afternoon. And it was just magical. You know, kindergarten is just magical. It's a new new day every day, every every hour. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All those kindergarten babies. You know, I, uh, when I started teaching, uh, uh, I started as a PE teacher. And for the majority, you know, that, that first year or so as the PE teacher, I, I was teaching upper elementary PE, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. And so I had a blast doing that. And I can remember between that first and second year, there were some adjustments made at our district. And the principal came to me and said, hey, I'm going to need you to take P.E. all the way down to the littles, you know. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, no, like I'm going to step on one of them and it's going to be over. Like they're so small. Like, I don't Oh, my God. So to be a kindergarten teacher. Oh, my goodness. I bet you it was just tremendous. Uh, but it was it was amazing. You know, it was um you know, I, I, I refer to entry teacher, entry your teachers as baby teachers. So I was a baby teacher with, with babies, you, you know, um, I, um, I had the opportunity for my second year to go back to uh, the school where I did my student teaching, which was pretty much an early childhood center. And that is where the thought, I guess, of becoming an administrator really um took hold. You know, I had an amazing administrator and she came to me one day. She said, you know, she said, I've been watching you, spending a lot of time in your class, blah, blah, blah. And she said, you definitely have some leadership skills. And I'm like, me? You know, who, who me? Um, so, so um, you know, started working on, you know, the, uh, the master's degree, the admin credentials and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, I have to say, going, you know, to become an administrator, I just didn't want to be a principal. It ne I needed to be somewhere where I could invest, uh, invest in my community and, you know, my, my staff, my, uh, my family's there. So <clears throat> I was very, I guess you could say I was really kind of picky about where um, <clears throat> I would move into administration. Um, so both my degrees are from uh, the University of Oklahoma, go Sooners. Um, we won't hold that against you. <laughs> you know, I had, I would have teachers come and tell me, they're like, well, if they don't, if they're not OU fans, we're not hiring them. Oh my gosh. So, Why would you, you turn away the smartest people there are? <laughs> no, so I have had to make some exceptions. But, um, you know, the last uh, 20 years of my career uh, were in Okima. Um, started out as a, a teacher, uh, moved into um, a program director for one of our federal programs, 
Um, and it was there when I first moved into a principal's, principal's position and it was with middle school. And Mr. Buchanan, I have to tell you, I tried to avoid middle school like the plague. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like middle school, no. So our then uh, uh, Mr. Tony Dean became our, our superintendent of, of schools in Okima. And um, he called me in one day and I went to go visit with him. He goes, well, what do you think about being the middle school principal? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think about it. I don't think about it. So um, this went on for several days, probably even weeks. And, you know, I always tell people, um, I was given a principal's job I never in, interviewed for, never was really interested in, but I have to tell you, I love middle school. You know, I'm one of those people that, oh my goodness, I just love middle school kids. And, you know, my husband told me that it's because I fed on their drama and I, I like their drama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> but um, I guess for 13 years, I was a middle school principal, um, upper element, upper elementary principal were two sides, but we're on the same campus. Um, okay. And then a pretty unique situation opened up our primary administrator who was at the uh, lower elementary um, left to take another position. Uh, Mr. Dean came to me and he goes, what would you think about, you know, being Oaks principal, you know, so we kind of uh, bartered, we went back and forth. So for about three years, I was the pre-K through eighth grade principal. Oh my goodness. Uh, and I tell you, it was a learning experience, um, but it, I, it, uh, it was successful because I had a lot of amazing staff, you know, that worked together and um, it was never the Sandra Lambert show. You know, I just had an amazing staff um, that worked with me and knew I was all over the, all over the place. Um, but it was a learning experience for me too. You know, I'm one of those people, I, I think um, I'm a lifelong learner. I, I like challenges. Now, let me back up. Uh, Germageddon, as we call it, you know, pandemic school, that was probably the biggest challenge of my, <laughs> of my career. And I, I can't say I really like that, but, you know, we all learn from it. So um, after 32 years in education, I have been blessed to work with all age levels of students from those little kindergarten babies are started with uh, working up through upper elementary, those middle school students, and then also some high school students. So, um, you know, I um, got to interact with a really large student population over 32 years. Um, I retired at the end of 2021. It's not because pandemic school just wore me out. Um, that was always my end game. That was my goal because our, our baby girl uh, graduated from high school and I knew that for me, that was going to be my time to um, maybe do something different or do nothing at all. So, you know, I retired at the end of the 2021 school year. Um, and um, How did work out for you, Ms. Lambert. Well, Mr. Buchanan, I, I stayed. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I stayed retired for two and a half months, and um, I took a. I was looking for a side hustle, but I got a full time hustle. Um, so I um, was hired by Cherokee Nation of Oklahoma, 
And uh, my official title, it's like this long, uh, it's Evidence-Based Intervention Specialist. Um, but I go out and I work with the Behavioral Health Department and I do training with teachers, uh, which is kind of right down my alley. Um, I do um, wellness checks on students, uh, helping them get connected to mental health services, you know, if that's something they're interested in or their parents are interested in. Um, so I'm still working with kids. I'm still in schools and I love it. <laughs> Uh, I, I knew you wouldn't be able to walk away. I knew it. You just, it's in your blood. It comes out your book. That's something I say is that in the philosophy of TLC, you know, people uh, who educate uh, the, in this way and in, in accordance with this philosophy, it comes out their pores, man. Like you, they can't walk away. Like they can't stop. You know, yes. and, you know, one of the people that I can remember earliest helping me learn to read. Like my parents were instrumental in that, but, but there was a lady who was a retired teacher, right? And her last name, Miss Gilliland was a retired teacher. She had me reading C-Spot Run books. You know, she hadn't been teaching forever. <laughs> she had me doing the C-Spot Run books anytime we'd go visit her house or whatever. So, so you know, I, I think back to those things and those people who educate in, in, in harmony with this philosophy, they just, they don't just walk away, man. So no. I, I, I knew it wouldn't happen. No. I knew it. But I, I will tell you this, I slept off and on for about three and a half weeks. You know, that's what 32 years, <laughs> 32 years did. Um, Girl, I'm tired. Absolutely. Because, absolutely. Because, you know, so, um, what we do, it's in your soul. It, it's just a part oh, of, of who you are. And, you yeah. know, I make the comment all the time that I could not have designed a better post-retirement job for me you know, than, than what I'm doing now, you know, I've got, a, um, I'll be heading out to one of my high schools that we have a partnership with, uh, probably around lunchtime, I have students that will come in that need some tutoring. Once they find out that I was a teacher, they're like, hey, can you help us with this? Um, but, you know, all of that, in my opinion, goes with the mental well-being of students. You know, if we're struggling with, uh, if if it's academics, it's, you know, got us um, overwhelmed. If it's uh, peer relationships, if it's relationships with what's going at, at, uh, on at home. Um, so um, still working with students and I, I really enjoy what I do. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. So if you, if you look back on, on your 32 years, again, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> 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 visiting, visiting with Sandra Lambert, recently retired, but not retired, uh, yeah. middle school, <laughs> upper elementary principal from Okima. Uh, as you look back on those wonderful years in education, are there some like, are there some highlights that stand out or a highlight that stands oh, out? My goodness. Uh, that comes to your mind? Um. You know, you hear about that aha moment, you know, when you're working with students and, you know, they're struggling and you're struggling trying to figure out what's another way, how can I present this differently so that, you know, it, it brings some understanding, but, you know, there's nothing that compares to when those students, I use the term when they get it, you know, when the light bulb goes on and it just all makes sense. Um, you know, just looking at those moments that I had with students over the years, um, connecting with students, connecting with families, you know, um, supporting students um, and just investing in people. You know, I'm, I'm big on building those relationships. 
um, and investing in your students, your, your teachers, your town, your community. Um, so that's what sticks out to me. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say this. It's not a uh, not because we did excellent on standardized testing. That that's to me, that's not what it's about. You know, it's just investing in, in your in your community, in your people. Um, you know, I, I have the saying, you know, I do what I do because in my heart, <clears throat> I know it helps my people. Mm. But, um, you know, my people were those students, my people were those teachers, my people were, you know, parents, you know. Um, so in a nutshell, Sean, that, that would be it for me. That's fantastic, man. That was fantastic. Thank you for the for those words. Again, visiting with Sandra Lambert. Uh, she's working with the Cherokee Nation now. Uh, that's yes. just a fantastic thing. Uh, but a longtime Oklahoma educator as well. Uh, 20 years as an administrator there in Okima Public Schools. That place rocks the house. They know how to make it do what it do, definitely. <laughs> Let me tell you. Coach Harjo, I hope you're listening, man. That's yes, yes. Oh, my God. And, you know, and that, um, you know, I had mentioned that uh, administrator, you know, early in my career who, you know, came to me and said, you know, I see leadership skills in you, you know, and I have you ever thought about. And, you know, that's been an imp something important to me is growing those young leaders and, um you know, helping them navigate the, the process, you know, going into those administrative positions. And I would say, you know, I'm not going to say here and count, but I probably have a good 10 uh, teachers that, you know, that we were former teachers and we worked together and who are now in leadership positions in their schools, you know, and that is just, you know, I, I talk about legacy, you know, that last year, um, you know, got emotional a few times, you know, because I'm like, this is my going to be my last faculty meeting. This is going to be my last whatever. But, you know, I started talking to my teachers and my staff about, you know, the legacy we leave behind. You know, when you leave the profession, what are you leaving behind? And, you know, what's what's the legacy that that I have left? And and I use that word a lot. I never really thought about it until um, I was getting ready to. Uh, pack up that office and move out. But, you know, what have I, what did I leave behind? You know, what did I leave behind, you know, as I left, not just Okima, but the other schools I've been and the lives that you've had, um, had an impact on. Yes, most definitely. I can say that, that uh, looking at uh, the, the culture uh, of your school, the climate of that district, uh, no doubt your legacy is a positive and lasting one. We, we oh, really thank you. appreciate your, your, your contributions here. So I got to ask this too. I would be remiss to not, <laughs> uh, to not ask this question. Okay. What's next for Miss Lambert? What's the future look like for Miss Lambert? I mean, you cannot walk away. You've already shown that, right? <laughs> what are the future goals for Miss Lambert? You know, um, I'm very, I'm content. I get a lot of, um, I guess, satisfaction doing what I'm doing right now. Um, but <clears throat> my husband and I are looking for retirement property. You know, who knows what that's going to be, what it's going to look like. Uh, but it, as long as I feel that I have something that I can contribute, you know, I, I said before, my self-efficacy gets in my way all the time. Um, but I just have a hard time walking away from things where I feel like I could be an asset, um, you know, so um I'd say 
I don't know, maybe the next five or six years, you know, may bring just, I don't want to say full retirement, you know, I don't see myself just, just not, but, um, you know, traveling, you know, my, uh, my husband is semi-retired also. So, uh, and we're empty nesters. So, you know, that in itself is a whole new concept for us. You know, we have to talk to one another. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember why I like you. What, yeah, why did I like you? Like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I think just, you know, watching our, our family grow, mature. I um, mean, you know, I had mentioned before, our, our baby is a sophomore in college. Um, we have um, older children. We have grandkids. So, you know, fa- family is huge to me. And, you know, my uh, spending time with my parents. Um, so, Beautiful. who knows, Beautiful. Mr. Cannon? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, hey, this is what TLC looks like, folks. 30 plus years in education, doing all she can to help out kids, teachers, leaving a beautiful legacy for the next generation. Miss Lambert is definitely one who understands the philosophy of TLC, who uses this philosophy. It comes out her pores. I can see it. I can hear it. Just fantastic. Sandra Lambert, former administrator in Okima Public Schools, Dynamite Rockstar Educator. <laughs> We're so happy you spent a little bit of time with us today, Miss Lambert. Thank you. You are so welcome. And hey, you know, being an educator, it, like you say, it just oozes from you. You know, I'll talk to anybody about school and the amazing things, you know, that are happening in schools. Absolutely. That, I, I, I love the passion for, for our kids. Uh, and I love the fact that uh, you're, you, you have found this purpose, man. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our students and our educators all across the state. We really do appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome, Sean, and I appreciate you. And it's always good to visit with you. Absolutely. Hey, that's it, folks. Student success. It's as easy as TLC, the podcast. Appreciate once again, Ms. Sandra Lambert for being with us today. If you want more information on how to implement the philosophy of TLC in your school, visit com. That will wrap up our podcast for today. We hope to see or hear from everyone very soon. <laughs>